Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Real Window, re-watching random movies from our childhood. I'm Lisa. And I am Pauline. <laughs> and it's another trivia episode. Our favorite time of the week, everyone. Yes, Pauline yes. mm-hmm. and I get to play a game and talk about trivia and talk about movies. It's really the best thing ever. It's, awesome. it's, it's a really great half hour of my day. <laughs> I know. It it's really always is. my go-to of even if the rest of my day was shit. This is gonna be fun. I get to do a trivia. It's a trivia. It's trivia. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, for anyone who hasn't listened in a while, this just means that we are about to reveal the mystery movie picked for this weekend's viewing that we'll then discuss in our long episode on Wednesday. This time, it is my turn to pick the mystery movie as Pauline picked last week's. So she has no idea what movie I've picked, and that just means that she has to answer a whole bunch of trivia. Woo woo! My favorite. <laughs> Well, yeah, we love it. We love it. Even And so far, all of you seem to love it, too, as you're still listening. So we're going to dive right in. Pauline, you ready? Splash. <laughs> that was me diving in. Oh, I was, I, I, oh, I was ready. You I was were ready. ready. Oh, you yeah. were ahead of me. That's all right. right. So typical Plunk. question, Pauline. Okay. <laughs> this is already going off so well. I love it. Okay. Uh, budget. The yeah. budget for our film. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it... million dollars 2.5 million dollars 5.6 million dollars or 7.2 million dollars oh another little nugget like mine was interesting (laughs) interesting strange i don't know what you're talking about Mm, let's go with the second one 2.5 yeah Actually, you're correct. Well done. <gasps> Thank you. All right. Yeah, 2.5. Yeah. Two and a half million dollars. Got Two and it. Half okay. million dollars. Well, right. and the initial budget for our film was supposed to be 1.9 million. So, it's so they went over dramatically. That's a yeah, good chunk of change yeah. to go over by. Yeah. Yeah. They, the, the studio wasn't really happy with how that happened. Um, yeah. But, you know, maybe it made that back. Right. Sure. Uh, so how much did our film earn at the box office? 1.3 million. 2.5 million, hmm. 5.6 million, or 7.2 million. I wanted to be included, Pauline. Sheila got, and you got to do this, so Lisa Brilliant. gets to do it too. It's true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's say it made 7.2. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, Congratulations. You're okay. two for two. Two for two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This never happens. Why can't this I happen know. when I'm on an episode with Sheila? Okay. <laughs> when you're competing with someone. Yeah. I'm uh, just competing with myself right now. <laughs> And I do that all the time. Okay. <laughs> you do that in everyday life. Yeah. Um, that's how I live. Okay. That's, that's your way. Uh, so actually, it was the 10th highest grossing studio film that year in the U.S. And Lisa, Canada. did you pick uh, a movie from 1951? <gasps> you are so close. That's oh crazy. Oh, my God. You're a year off, actually. Did you do another 1950 movie or did you bump it up to 1952? I bumped it up. I didn't want to, you know, copy okay. anything. <laughs> yeah, no, of course not. Okay. <laughs> Gotta a say original. 52 film. film. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With yeah. A, a healthy budget, good at mm-hmm. the box office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the highest, ten, in the 10th highest grossing films of the year. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. Pretty decent. So, I mean, so that's all. Did you well pick good. Cinderella 2? <laughs> Twist in time? No. Uh, all right. So, score on Rotten Tomatoes. Polite. Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. What yep. did the critics think about our little film? Okay. Do they rate it at 35%, 51%, 81%, or 100%? That was a jump. That was a it real was, big jump. I love the jump. I think it's got to be 100. 
<laughs> You're absolutely right. It's 100%. This Whoa. is 100% so, on Rotten Tomatoes. We are watching a critically acclaimed film from 1952. It's, you know, I figure let's stick with some oldies. We yeah. It's been a while. We had a dry spell without any oldies. And then you did Cinderella and I was like, I kind of still want to stay in this time period. Okay. All right. Well, let's do yeah. it, Lise. Well, let's here. do it. Oh, okay. So 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score was 95 Okay. And IMDb has it at 8.3. Whoa, that's decent. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. Yeah, so good that it's also on IMDb's list of top 250 films. Ooh, Any, exciting. Pauline, just a shot in the dark, what number do yeah. you think our film is? Uh, 174. Ooh, I like it. Actually, 84. So higher Whoa, than you're thinking. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so pretty decently well thought of. Uh, So our film actually garnered mixed reviews in its initial release. Not until its re-release six years later did it receive acclaim. Re-releasing? Okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. I thought you'd find that interesting. So our film was nominated for two Oscars, Pauline. Mm -hmm. Did it win either? No. <laughs> Correct. No. Uh, which two was it nominated for? Best actor in a supporting role, best actress in a supporting role, best music scoring a motion picture, or best art direction set direction color? Ooh, let's go art direction set direction mm-hmm. and best <laughs> supporting actor. Ah, no. Unfortunately, it was best. Actress in a you got the exact role. opposite. Wrong. You got the exact opposite and Damn. best music scoring a motion picture. So okay. you picked the two wrongs. That's all right. That's all right. I'll That's give you okay. another chance. I mean, I was, I like you for Cinderella, I was like, should I tell you what won in those categories? No, because there was nothing this year. Got it. Aside from the movie I'm talking about, that you would be like, oh, I know that one in the okay, Oscars. God. I, I was looking and I was like, what the? So 1952 what? was a dry year. For it us. was for okay, us. Got it. Yeah, I was like, what the hell happened? Um, anyway, so nothing to work with at the Oscars. Good so to let's know. try the Golden Globes. So ah, let's film, try them. Yeah, why not? Our film was nominated for two Golden Globes. Did it win either? Mm, one of them. Correct. It what? won one of them. I'm fucking killing this one. Okay. You are doing so well. I'm so Thank proud you, of you. Thank I hope you. our audience knows how well she's doing because this Thanks is pretty everyone. fantastic. This is pretty, <laughs> pretty fucking great. Okay. Continue. <laughs> All right. So it's nominated for two. So I'm going to list four options. You tell me which one was a nomination and which one it won. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So best picture, musical or comedy. Best actor, musical or comedy best actress musical or comedy or best original score i gotta say it was nominated for best actress and won best score oh again you picked the two opposites God <laughs> damn so it sorry. so Bullshit. It, was, it was nominated for best picture musical or comedy and it won best actor comedy oh, wow. or musical okay yeah. so we got yeah. a comedy or musical with mm-hmm. a man with a man yep and a good supporting actress according to the oscars yes. so okay. the oscars like the supporting <clears throat> actress and the golden globes were like nah the actor all the way is where it's at okay got yeah, it okay that's right okay okay so our film 
is on a bunch of the American Film Institute's ah, top lists. Of course. I love these lists. They make me very happy. So they please, mm-hmm. we're going to dive in. So uh, our film is on 1998's top 100 years, 100 films of all time. What number do you think it was in that 100? Just shot in the dark again. 12. Oh my God, you're so close. 10. Shut up. Yes. What? Um, you? Look at me go. All right. This is, in, this is considered one of the top 10 films, according to AFI, in 1998. Out of yeah, all in of the 100 years, 100 movies. This is yeah. number 10. Yes, it's above It's a Wonderful Life and oh. just below Schindler's List. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are so, some, some, those heavy, are some hitters. heavy hitters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Pauline, want to take a guess at what number one is? for 100 films of all time? Casablanca. Oh, you're so close. No, not that one. Yeah, Bond with the Wind. Uh, Just kidding. Citizen, not that Citizen one. Kane. Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. Oh. It's always Citizen Kane. It's always um, Citizen Kane. It is. It is. The The list, though, was redone in mm. a couple years later. I think okay. we mentioned this in a different trivia sode because uh, our film actually got bumped up the list when they redid Ooh. an anniversary edition in 2007 okay. our film got bumped up to number five. <gasps> Ooh, how dramatic how dramatic it then okay. it was above gone with the wind and below raging bull so yeah no oh, okay all right <laughs> did pretty sure. well it's not okay. bad at all okay not bad at all so a pretty well acclaimed film so it is also on 2000s 100 years 100 laughs list so comedy. Okay, so this is a comedy. Mm-hmm. Got so it. on okay. that list of the hundred laughs from two thousand and earlier, what number do you think it is? Twenty-seven. Oh, 16. Yeah. Look wow. at you, girl. Yeah, it it beat out Ghostbusters, which is twenty-eight, Mrs. Doubtfire, which is sixty-three, and City Slickers, which is eighty-six. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. City Slickers is on there, huh? Yeah. I know. When I saw that, I'm like, we have to put that on on principle, damn it. Well, we do, but I'm nervous <laughs> about how well that one held up. I'm like, I... that one's going to be... <laughs> I want to uh, watch it because I, I remember know. loving it so much, but all of the issues and the dad the the um like the midlife crisis stuff and the everything about it i'm like that all Uh went right over my head i'm like there's Uh no way i understood that movie at all no i don't think my child's perception of that film is remotely accurate Mm, and i have the same reaction because i've thought of it before for the podcast me too oh no it's like when sheila when sheila came on and she was like she chose one that in the trivia, so she accidentally said the word racist instead of racy. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> you chose a racist movie? And how do you feel about City Slickers? I'm like, I know that picking it means that we're picking one that didn't hold up. Yeah, that we're going to have to discuss some uncomfortable truths. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, that's a side note, everyone. That's why City Slickers hasn't happened yet. But continue. But don't um, worry, at some point it will, and we'll have that uncomfortable conversation. It's just not. Because we can have uncomfortable conversations. <laughs> Yeah, we're securing ourselves. Damn That's it. right. We are. Uh, okay, okay, so our film is actually a period piece. Okay. Which year does it take place in? So it's not, it doesn't take place in 1952. Okay. Does it take place in 1765? Ooh. 1849? 1901? Or 1927? Um, 1901. 
1927. I thought that, but then I thought to myself, that's too close in here. Why why would they do that? But okay. Oh, why would they okay. do it? Let that percolate. Right. Let that percolate. <clears throat> so our film is also on 2002's AFI's 100 Years, 100 Passions. So love stories. So this everyone. is a passionate comedy <laughs> set in 1952 with a good actor, a good actress, uh, a semi-decent score of some sort. Um... <laughs> Loved by critics over time. Yep. Re-released. Yep. What the fuck are we watching? Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I promise. It will become clear by the end. Okay. Okay. So our film, 100 Years, 100 Passions, what number do you think it falls on this list? Seven. Sixteen. Again, 16. Again, 16. Oh, wow. So it's above Moonstruck and under an, a version of Wuthering Heights. I don't know which one. Ugh, doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter. Does not awful. matter. Okay, uh, well. Number one, you were right. Like, you can guess this one, Pauline. Come on, you know this one. 100 Is this Passions. Gone, gone with the Wind? No, the other one you guessed. Oh, uh, well, um, I'm bra- <laughs> having a brain fart. With it. <sighs> uh, Casablanca. Yes. <laughs> Because I had other ones going on in my head that I was like, what did I say out loud? (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you know what's funny? You and I talk about how we don't like romantic comedies. We don't really go for romantic movies that often. However, how many movies from our podcast have been on this list, Pauline? Are you going to give me a random Yes, I will. I will. uh, Two, three, four, or five. I got uh, five. Yes. We've had Ghost, which is number yes. 19. Pretty Great Woman, movie. which is number 21. Okay, Sound movie. of Music, which is Great number 27. Movie. Yes. The American President, which is number 75. Great movie. Surprisingly the, great, according to you. Surprisingly great. It is surprisingly great. I'm and surprised that one made this list. That's what I was surprised at. That, I saw that on there and I was like, what? That's very surprising. Okay, what's the last yeah. one? The Princess Bride, 88. Classic. That was great. Classic. Oh, okay. So it's just funny. I was looking to the list. And I'm like, this list has the most. <laughs> that's <laughs> 100 passions. That's funny. <laughs> but you know what? You know what this means, though, Lisa? You know what, what I think this means? What? The romantic movies we like mm. are good. Are the good ones. We don't it. watch the crappy <laughs> romantic movies. We demand quality. We everywhere. want a good script and good acting and chemistry and plot mm. and mm. score. It's, it yes. has to have the whole package or else it does. it's a crapshoot. So. It's 100% true. And you know what? I believe you're right, Pauline. I we are romantic right. movie snobs is what we are. <laughs> That's what that means. Uh, 100%. I am, I'm, I'm surprised 100%. The Rocketeer didn't make it. It's weird. I know. You know, it's so romantic, that film. I get you. It I get is. You. It's a missed opportunity. It is. Such a hidden gem for so Cliff many. Cliff Secord. Uh. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So... I finally played a scene with Neville Sinclair. Neville Sinclair, damn it. Okay, continue. Gorgeous. All right, (laughs) so our film is also on the 2004's list, 100 Years, 100 Songs. My God, okay. I know, it's not slowing down. I was like, my God. So 100 songs. How many of our film songs are on this list? One, two, three, or four. Well, it definitely isn't one because I feel like that would not. That would just be, be a question. A, that'd be a terrible question. I'd be like, "How be many?" A weird boys? question. Ah, jokes on you. Yeah, uh, let's say three. Yeah, three songs wow. from our film are on this list. They're at number seventy-two, forty-nine, and three. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Number okay. one. Do you want to take a stab at what number one would be of the best song in a movie? 
um like they have to sing it in the movie sing it in the movie sing it so okay. this is yeah so it has to be sung in the film i am now that i was just about to say what my guess was out loud i'm like that could be the movie we're watching <laughs> so i'm like as just now i was like uh is okay I, i'll just go for the guess of the number one song is it singing in the rain no, it is somewhere over the rainbow. Oh, classic! Judy yeah. Garland, yeah. Wizard of Oz. Judy Garland, Lisa, Judy Garland. are we watching Singing in the Rain? Hundred percent, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd get it once we got to the musical aspect. I'm like, uh, so it's a musical you know, comedy romantic yep. film with Set a wonderful. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. With a yes. great lead actor, great lead actress. Well, do you know what's funny? Though? Supporting actor. It is not Gene Kelly. Gene Kelly won the Golden get, Globe. You know, as soon as I said it, I was like, it wasn't. Yeah. It was good old Donald O'Connor. Yes, he won. He won for Cosmo Brown. And you know what? That He's fabulous in this movie. He deserved a Golden Globe. Well, and apparently Gene Kelly is absolutely awful to oh, um, that was face in- on oh. set. So. so what happened is, so she, um, so uh, Debbie Reynolds is her name. Uh, yes. Who is she the mother of, Pauline? Do you remember? Terry Fisher. Terry Fisher. And she was 19 when she made Singing in the Rain. She was not a dancer. She was cast without being a dancer she's a gymnast apparently but not a dancer so she was behind learning all of the steps so she had to make up for lost time and learn it very quickly and gene kelly was super demanding and in more than one occasion he would rip into her for not being an adequate dancer in his mind and um one of the most famous dancers of the time fred astaire found her crying under a piano on a set Mm. elsewhere and he checked in with her and she was upset because she felt you know like gene kelly had told her she wasn't good enough and she didn't think she could be so fred astaire actually helped her practice fred astaire helped her practice her moves and she is marvelous in it and gene kelly later said that she's she like you know complimented her on learning as quickly as she did as adapting as fast she did and she was like just he called her like uh powerhouse and this like she just had the work ethic of like a of a workhorse because she just kept going and that he was astonished she continued to talk to him after this film because he admitted he was terrible and uh donald o'connor also was like oh my god he was terrified of Kelly. he didn't want to make a mistake for the first like three weeks of shooting because he was like i don't want to yell at me i'm just gonna do my best um so yeah so i love like so he's a diva amazing and such a diva and he was one half uh he helped direct it and was one of the main choreographers for the film so you know he kind of had a lot of say shall we say Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he was a perfectionist uh so all that factors in uh i have one other question pauline our film is also on AFI's top movie musicals of all time. Of course what it number, is. What number is it? It's got to be number four. It's number one. Oh, yay. Yeah. That's it nice. beat out Beauty and the Beast at 22, Grease at 20, Chicago at 12, Sound of Music at four, and Wizard of Oz at three. So it is considered the number one musical of all time by wow. the American Film Institute. Uh, so pretty, pretty impressive. So uh, just a couple of things of note about this film. The amazing sequence of gene like he was a tyrant but my god this man could dance well and i mean that's is why he is gene that's kelly. why he was allowed to I be mean, a tyrant. you don't get to be gene <laughs> kelly without being a perfectionist like, oh my god just right? and demanding perfection i mean that's just the only way that works and demanded it of himself and so there's that iconic scene where he is singing in the rain singing the titular song and when that song was being um filmed because he was you know spinning and splashing through puddles and getting soaked in the rain he was actually sick with a fever 
and uh, kept filming anyways. So this was filmed over a day and a half. And the whole time he's soaked in water and he just danced all the way through, despite the fact that he was severely ill. That sounds this terrible. film was all about people being injured. Oh, my God. For the Make Him Laugh number, which is the other, another one on the list. Uh, make him laugh, laugh make him laugh, make him laugh. So good. Lots of slapstick, lots of impressive gymnastics, tap dancing, everything else for that number. Donald O'Connor uh, does this trick where he runs up a wall and completes yes. a somersault. And then, um, and apparently the dance number was so taxing and O'Connor was actually a smoker. He smoked four packs of cigarettes a day. That Ew, after four? I know. Four, so that after he, you know, rehearsed and then filmed that scene, he ended up in a hospital bed for a week after its completion. However, an accident ruined the initial footage. So once he recovered, he had to do it again. Had to do it again. And then he was in the hospital for another week. Oh my Probably god! Probably for all I know. Oh my god! <laughs> sounds terrible. <laughs> I know, like grueling. It sounds awful. Well, and Debbie Reynolds, when she did, um, when the Good Morning scene, by the time they were done Mm. filming it, her feet were bleeding. She had to be escorted off. That's insanity. Which is insane. So they all push themselves to such an insane degree for this to be as amazing as it is. The last one, which made me laugh, the last bit of trivia that I was like, what? So I guess Debbie Reynolds used to chew gum a lot and she chewed gum on set and there's a song that's a romantic song called you were meant for me where gene kelly is serenading her and apparently just before they were going to do a take for it she was chewing gum so she took her gum out and she stuck it on the rung of a ladder that she is on and gene kelly during the take leaned on the ladder and whose toupee got stuck (gasps) in the gum (laughs) that's awesome I didn't know and he was wearing a toupee. After Kelly yelled at her for that, she never chewed gum again. But I just love the mental image of that I happening. I love <laughs> that she thought, I'll place my gum here. This is a reasonable place for this to go. Ooh, oh my god, yeah. And like, if I, to be frank, in that moment, I would have been, I also been a diva. If, oh, you got gum I would have been. What kind of child are you? Why That's is either. the gum on the ladder like, that we're is... using as a prop in the scene? <laughs> Put it on the chair that we're not utilizing underneath the armrest or something. Ridiculous. Oh, Debbie. Debbie. I Debbie, know. I Debbie. love her for it, but at the same time, I'm like, what were you? And then, of course, you're not going to chew gum. It's like, yes, good call, Debbie. Great decision. <laughs> Maybe not on set, sweetheart. Maybe yeah. not on set. Maybe not putting yeah. it on props that you're about to use. Uh, you fool. You anyway, fool. You that's fool. That's awesome. That's funny. Yeah. But there you go, everyone. We are watching Singing in the Rain, which was an absolute and still, I, I really do love this film. Uh, but especially as a kid, I loved this film. And it. I'm clearly, I'm not the only one. And Pauline... <gasps> I'm, already, watch it. I'm already dreading <laughs> the long scene of just no talking and randomness that occurs. Oh, the Broadway uh, melody? <sighs> it's so long. It's going to be it's... like 20 minutes. <laughs> I might fast forward it. I won't lie. I'm already like, oh, okay. We can well, do it. just so you know, that yeah. scene took a month to rehearse, two weeks to shoot, and cost $600,000. which was so that is what put them over budget? the overall budget. Yes, and it was one that Gene Kelly had such a vision for, and which... According to other people, according to dancers, cinematographers, set design, like, um, and the tricks that they do in this sequence, it is revolutionary and brilliant. 
However, I'll be curious, everyone, if you end up watching this before we review it, I'll be curious if you agree with that statement. Um, but anyway, it's rough, everyone. It's rough. I know, it's I know you don't love that one. I know it's hard. Uh, but aside from that, it's a fabulous film. Aside from that, it's a great movie, and I'm already I'm excited to watch it. I haven't watched it <laughs> in years. Lisa, where do we watch it, and what is the quote? So, regretfully, I looked everywhere. It is not somewhere in Canada that's free for streaming, so you can rent it. You can rent it on Apple. You can rent it on Amazon. You can rent it pretty much anywhere that you want to, or purchase it if you feel the need, but I would be surprised if any of you feel that need. Something tells me you'd already own it if you loved it that much. Yeah. Um, in terms of quote, I had to think it over. There were a couple that came right up. Of course there were. Yeah, but I gotta go with one of my all-time favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> if we bring a little joy into your humdrum lives, it makes us feel as though our hard work ain't been in vain for nothing. Bless <laughs> you all. <laughs> oh, so I had to stupid. do a little line. She's I mean, so I appreciate good. that she's got such good lines in that movie. And she's, she's the so one who was nominated awesome. for an Oscar. She was nominated she's for an Oscar so for so good. She's amazing in it, everyone. Uh, if you don't know, very quickly, this film is set in 1927 when films were transitioning from silent to talkies, as they were called, and it was quite revolutionary. But there were a lot of mishaps and unexpected problems. One of them being that's showcased in this film, and which was actually quite genuine for the time, is that not all actors had great speaking voices they weren't required to and lena one of the leading ladies in our film has a very particular way of speaking which is not at all what you expect her to sound like when you look with at like her. a brook brooklyn <laughs> accent so she's playing like you know a french woman circa the french revolution <laughs> In a love story, silent picture, and she has a Brooklyn accent when she she's talking. She has this high-pitched Brooklyn accent, and she can't speak in a certain way. <laughs> and I gone. can't stand them. <laughs> that was the other one I was debating. I love that. <laughs> well, I can't make love to a bush. There, this is. There's a reason this is on the comedy list, guys. This is a genuinely it's so funny, funny film oh, with is a funny. lot of good lines. I'm and really good delivery for quotes for this. Yeah, one. this will be a long quote section for sure. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. We're watching a classic, a critically acclaimed musical how this is going to go if you are never seen it and you're unsure by all means wait until we review it fully on wednesday before giving it a watch if you so choose Mm -hmm. otherwise feel free to watch it in advance um thank you all so much for listening thank you for playing the game pauline i'm glad my pleasure (laughs) thank you for coming up with the trivia (laughs) anytime all right so in the meantime while we're all watching singing in the rain and having that tune stuck in our head for the entire weekend uh feel free to like and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to us on uh give us a sweet little review if you haven't already and then you can also follow us on social media we're at real window on twitter we're on instagram if you want to send us a much longer email about Singing in the Rain or musicals that you loved or hated, if you're someone who's never liked musicals, feel free to send us an email at real.window at gmail.com. Otherwise, have a wonderful weekend, everyone, and we'll catch you on Wednesday when we discuss Singing in the Rain. 